0: Hello, welcome to another episode of DGM Starter. Today, I'm joined here with Tyler Lieber, who is a co-founder of Venture Validator. And Venture Validator, I think it fits really well with what I'm trying to do here with this podcast, because I'm trying to give tips and tricks to help especially early stage startups and entrepreneurs really get going. And Venture Validator is a company where you can bring them an idea. Maybe you've, you put some things together, with uh, a product or, or something, and then you can give it to them and they'll validate it, they'll they'll find your market, they'll give you tips on what you need to change in order and, and pricing and different things like that. I'm sure we'll get into more detail here, but I think it's a really cool company, a really cool service. So with that said, uh, let's get into it. How are you doing today, Tyler?
1: Fantastic.
0: Good to hear. Um, so I was introduced to Venture Validator I think I saw someone, they shared something, whether it was a case study or I, I don't remember yeah. where it was, but I saw that on LinkedIn and and that really caught my interest. So then from there, I, that's when I followed the company and, and reached out to you. And so I'm just curious, like, what's kind of the story behind how Venture Validator was started? What, How did that process go?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I mean, started a couple of years ago, so I'd say we're, we're technically still a startup ourselves. Um, and the story of Venture Validator really starts with um, our founder Eric Espinosa. Uh, so he's the founder of Venture Validator, and he's you know a, a serial entrepreneur. He tried out a ton of different startups in college, um, and had some really good ideas. Uh, he won competitions, he won prize money, um, and then you know he finally found one startup that worked, which uh, became Venture Validator. And but it actually came. Because he started so many startups, he realized that he was really good at deciding if this was a good idea or a bad idea. And he went through so many ideas that he started talking with other entrepreneurs and helping them uh, validate their own ideas. And he realized he could make a business out of that, um, validating other ventures. Um, So he started what was called Wow Factor Consulting. And it was more of like a one-on-one uh, validation service, uh, you know, consulting service, um, and business was going really well. So he decided, you know, how do I make this a scalable uh, venture? And that's when he brought me on. So just, you know, fairly early on, figuring out, you know, how to scale it, how do we uh, systematize everything at Wow Factor Consulting and make it Venture Validator a scalable company? Um, so I actually hopped on as a, a unpaid intern. Um, but we immediately hit it off. We really enjoyed, you know, how we worked together, and we we started it off completely remote, which actually worked really well once COVID hit. You know, we had, were very used to that work environment, so we actually use Marco Polo uh, in our day to day like team communication, and that's been fantastic for us. Um, so anyway, yeah, I I hopped on as an unpaid intern, but quickly moved to a paid position, and then just kind of grew into the role of co-founder, COO, uh, and then now we have a, f- a few employees and we're growing. That,
0: that's crazy, you you jumped from unpaid intern to, to <laughs> co-founder in like, I don't know how long it took, but it must've not been long if you've been around for a couple of years. Yeah, not long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's awesome, I think that's, um, we chatted a little bit um, on LinkedIn while we were setting this up, and but I really think this is a really cool service I think it really fills a hole in the market because uh, you mentioned to me earlier that learning how to validate is tough and, and other options out there are really expensive or they, yeah. uh, they either want a large piece of your company. So I think this is a really cool option, especially as I feel like right now starting small businesses is starting to be more popular and a lot more people are seeing that as a viable option as opposed yeah. to like a super risky option. Right. But with that being said, I th- I think it's a cool story. And I kind of want to dig into kind of some tips that you have for startups as they're preparing for the validation process. And so like if if there's someone who has a business idea out there and they would like to um, either validate by themselves or come work with Venture Validator, what what are those first steps that you think – need to be done because obviously validation is early in the process, but what should they come to the table in order to have uh, a like the data actually work and and tell them what they need to know?
1: Yeah, um, I mean,'ll I'll do a quick plug. We have a course actually for uh, venture validator, and we basically teach all of our methodology. Um, so that is definitely a resource to use. Um, but I would say my biggest tip is to actually validate. Because a lot of entrepreneurs, um, you know, they know it's important, like, you know, any entrepreneur will say that validation is important, but not all of them do it. And a lot of them don't do it correctly. Uh, So, I mean, there's a huge variation to what that validation looks like uh, for each entrepreneur. A lot of people will just ask family and friends, you know, what they think of the company. And that, you know, there's a ton of things wrong with that, because first off, you know, your product, your new idea is your baby, so you automatically put some kind of bias into your questions. uh, And then also, you know, your family and friends, they like you, they know you, so they're automatically biased uh, towards you. And that, you know, in turn affects what they think of your company, of your business. So you know, I would say you you need to find your actual target market, and that's hard because it's likely outside of your sphere of influence. And that's really why Venture Validator um, is so important because we can service people that that don't want to do that hard work. Um, And, you know, if you do want to do that hard work, we actually, we also have this course that you can buy to do it yourself. Um, But yeah, really just actually doing the hard work of validation, whether by yourself or having us do it for you, that, that is just so important because, You know, 42% of startups fail because there is no market need, which is, you know, a huge percentage. And then out of those 42% of startups, you typically lose an average of $30,000 of personal investment. And then, you know, however much time you sunk into that venture. So validation is like a cheat code kind of thing. You know, you can figure out if this company is going to succeed or fail really before you spend any Big amount of money or time on building the product because you can ask people way before your MVP, your minimum viable product, or anything like that, and actually figure out you know is this gonna work? Um, yeah, before you spend a bunch of time and money on it?
0: yeah that that's super good point. and like I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I have much else to add, but because <laughs> i I don't know. I've like recently, uh, maybe a few months ago and and kind of to give you some background and And why I'm interested in in validation specifically in early stage entrepreneurs. But uh, so what I do for work is I'm a digital marketer. I primarily run ads for Mm -hmm. smaller businesses. So I see a lot of businesses come in. They have a cool new idea and they've done zero validation. Maybe the most I've seen is like a Kickstarter campaign, Mm -hmm. which it kind of validates your product. You get something out of it for sure. Um, But and I've just seen so many cool ideas where we've spent four or five months trying to run ads and that's really their validation process. It's just, just testing audiences that we think will work. Right. And so at, after a while of seeing that, I'm like, Oh, there's too many businesses that just aren't making money, even though I think there's something out there for them. Right. And so that's kind of where I, I've discovered this. And I ran into venture validator a few months later and, and that's how you're here. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I've kind of been immersing myself in that. I think it's super interesting, but uh, and yeah, I've been following along more with entrepreneurship stuff as well. Nice. But uh, to kind of jump back into your your growth, like you said, venture validator is uh, more in the startup stage, and so and obviously you're helping a ton of startups. That's kind of your role. So I'm kind of curious, what have you been seeing as you've been trying to grow the company? What are maybe some road bumps that you've seen along the way that, and kind of advice that you could share from your experience here to entrepreneurs trying to get their startup off the ground as well?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like, we really just do have to take our own medicine. Like it's not like we're perfect because we have this validation company. Like we suffer from the same things that any entrepreneur, any founder suffers from. Like we, 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 always assume, you know, what our target market wants us to build and we start building it. And then we catch ourselves thinking, okay, you know, do our customers, do our clients actually want us to build this out? Um, And, you know, we have to do our own tests. We have to do our own surveys uh, to see what our target market wants, you know, what price to set, what product features to build. Um, So that's definitely been a a challenge is making sure that we're keeping ourselves um, accountable and following all these validation rules and steps um and i mean we we built the company and the processes for probably a a solid year year and a half before we really started scaling Um, and so challenging for us now is really just getting the word out there because we spent so much time and effort getting all of these processes and you know systematizing everything where now we are like you said we're ready to take people's ideas in and then spit out this validation report, like a market research report. Um, And that's likely what you saw on LinkedIn. Um, And so we're just, you know, this smooth machine now. So now we just need to get the word out there uh, about Venture Validator. But yeah, I would say that was definitely one of our biggest struggles in that build phase is we spent too much time building things that nobody really wanted. We'd figure out that nobody wanted it and, you know, have to go back to the drawing board. So it's so much easier if we follow our own processes, do surveys, do interviews um, and figure that out before we dump a ton of time and money into building out, building things out.
0: That's actually really interesting because that's a good point that even if you've run businesses or you know about validation, you yeah. can still kind of fall into those easy traps of of you want to make it perfect before you, right. you do anything else. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure... Uh, so you, you kind of have a process and i'm sure like it, it's slightly different for each customer but largely the same but i'm kind of curious yeah. um and i like i'm sure like you have that course uh that will go in more depth of, of what yeah. you take if anyone wants to hear more about this but what well, what's kind of your general process that you come in like how do you decide how to validate a um like like what medium do you use do you do you talk to actual people do you create a survey and how do you distribute that survey
1: yeah that's a great question um for us our focus is on online surveys um and i think it's an extremely effective way to do it i would recommend it because it usually will take people out of their sphere of influence um so they can use like a third party panel provider uh which is nice now there's I wanna give a caveat to that because third party panel providers, there's a lot of survey scammers and gamers on there. Um, So we found that like 85 to 90% of data you get from like SurveyMonkey, Sint, there's a few other sites, 85 to 90% of that data is crap. Like you can't use it to validate your business because those people are just rushing through the survey. And there's a lot of tips and tricks you can use to find those uh, people and take them out. Um, So it can be expensive to do that on your own, because you, you know, you typically have to pay for all of those crap responses, but you can't actually use them. Uh, So, like I said, we typically do surveys uh, with 25 to 200 people. uh, But you can definitely do one on one interviews with people. And we actually we have a free template if anybody wants that um, to for how to go through those interviews. Uh, But like I said, You know, on the survey, on the interview, you just need to make sure that you're not uh, biasing your questions and leading people on um, and really not trying to sell your product or business. It's actually helpful to think of it as your friend's company. Like, okay, yes, this is your idea. But for this purpose, think of it. Okay, my friend is wanting to validate this business and then try to go to describe the product um, as succinctly as you can. And pretend like you're, you know, this is your friend's company, so you have no emotional connection to it, um, and you are just trying to validate it for him and get honest, blunt feedback.
0: I really like. I've not heard that um, about writing a survey and trying to think it like, because that that's a good point, especially when it's your idea, it's your baby. Right. Going to be a lot of emotion thrown into there. Yeah. So that's a good, uh, and that's almost another point of why you should. Reach out to another company to right. do that, especially if you're kind of iffy on on the whole validation process yourself.
1: Yeah, and that even, I mean, that go, even goes into the analysis of the results. Like, it's hard because you know it is your baby, and so you want it to uh, hit a certain score or, or a c- certain metric. And you might filter out the data to you know just barely hit that score. You might you know filter people out based on the results you want. So, again, that's another reason you want somebody that's independent, third party, unbiased to go through the data, because they'll give you more of the cold, hard facts um, and, you know, without any of that emotional connection.
0: Uh, And, yeah, that makes sense, especially with something like a survey where it's so uh, like maybe the answers aren't open ended. You um, probably some of them are some of them are like yes, no kind of stuff but right. with the question you're writing it open end and if you don't have experience with that there's so many biases you can throw in there you can mislead them and the data right. may be in your favor but then when you go to invest no one's actually buying and that, yeah. i think that that's like that process is probably the toughest part is actually either conducting those interviews or or writing those surveys out because yeah. that's where all the room for error is
1: right definitely
0: yeah that's super interesting though like i like you said like try to take that emotion out of it i'm i'm curious though like um so we've talked the story about venture validator some tips that you have there um what like before you joined venture validator as the unpaid intern did you have any interest in in starting your own business and um working for startups like Did you just kind of fall into into this world or was this something that you were interested in uh, for however long before?
1: Yeah, I I love this question because um, I would say I'm definitely in the entrepreneurship world now, but and I have always been interested in it. I've always been interested in being an entrepreneur like that's always been appealing to me, but I've never felt like I could be because I, I don't feel like I always have these great business ideas. Um, and I'm not confident in them enough to like execute them. So I never thought there was like a place for me in the entrepreneurship world, but meeting up with Eric and starting Venture Validator has been fantastic because I've been able to realize that Eric, he is like the visionary. He is the one that has all the great ideas. He had the idea for Venture Validator and he has tons of ideas, you know, after Venture Validator does really well. And so he is this visionary and I am more of the integrator where I am like implementing the ideas that Eric has. So like, I am totally happy in this role. Like I'm still an entrepreneur. Like anybody would probably call me an entrepreneur. Um, but for me, the definition was always like idea man equals entrepreneur, where now I realize like, I don't have to be the idea man. I can just help the idea man, you know, put his dreams onto paper And into processes and actually execute on them so you know I think it was just a total stroke of luck that I met up with Eric because I was actually going to start at Vanguard which is just a financial advising firm Um, and so I had you know that decision to go with Vanguard the super safe stable thing and then venture validator which was you know fairly unproven at the time and I love entrepreneurship, so and I had found Eric and just had this good relationship with him. So you know, it's an easy decision for me to go with Venture Validator. Now that I realized I didn't have to be this idea man all the time.
0: That that's actually really interesting because uh, I don't know if you've read the book uh, Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Uh-huh. Okay, it's it's one of my I've I've kind of recently gotten into reading, so I feel like the number of books I've read is. Kind of low, but it's one of my favorite books that I've read in the past uh, year or so nice and and he talks about uh, a concept where He's like there's why people and there's how people and Mm. he said how people can start businesses um, But they're typically not huge and like game-changing When Why people start businesses, they're huge and game-changing, but they always need a how person to help them do that so there you uh, go. When you were explaining that story, that's exactly what I was thinking about, Okay, I'm like, okay, we got your why and your how, guy, so it's exactly buddy, going somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally believe in that concept. I mean, that's helped us so many times because, you know, sometimes the how person needs to rein in the why person a little bit, but then also the why person needs to expand the vision of the how person sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. It It's a good partnership because, yeah, because yeah. the how person, like, wants to make stuff happen he, he goes and makes it happen and the white right. person is always there like taking it a step beyond like exactly. no one has thought about before yeah but yeah that's um i think that's like w- when i was writing down questions before this podcast like normally i have a tough time like trying to figure out exactly what i want to ask and i sent you over a list it wasn't terribly long but i really liked each of the questions and so yeah um i'm i'm kind of towards the end of the list and this is one that i typically reserve for dead last in the podcast and and maybe that's how it'll end up but i'm i'm curious like you said you you didn't you weren't there from the beginning but you've been here for the growth part and and there's lots of growth in the future that i'm sure if someone were to ask you the same question a couple years down the road it may be different but for anyone who either they have an idea or they want to start a business, even though they don't have an idea yet, uh, what what would like be your main piece of advice? Either, uh, and it doesn't have to be like about the validation process, but like what can they do to shore up themselves to increase their chance of success in the future?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, like, the the best answer I have. Is, is going back to the validation process, honestly, because I mean, I have had my share of ideas and you know Eric had his share of ideas. And so if you do have an idea, I'd say validation is like the best thing you can do uh, because you quickly figure out if it's, a, if it's going to be successful or not. Um, and so you know you could spend the next two years like dreaming of how this product is going to change the world or you could spend two months validating it and then realize, oh, this is gonna change the world or no, I need to find a better idea. And it's so, like, that is just such a beautiful concept to me. Like I am, you know, a venture validator is helping these startups save so much time and money and emotional effort and stress in the long run by just doing a little bit of validation in the short run. Um, so honestly, I, I just, I have to bring it back to the validation process. Um, but for people that you know don't have an idea or you know you don't have anything to validate, for me, that's like exactly where I was a few years ago. I had no good ideas, but I knew I wanted to be in the entrepreneurship world. And so I just kind of put my head down and developed myself and developed you know my skills so that when an idea did come along, I was a hundred percent ready to go. And like that's how it worked out, you know, Eric posted this job in Handshake for director of operations. And I was like, I don't know if I'm good at operations, but I have these skills and like, I think I could do pretty well at this. And like, if I had just, you know, spent my time worrying about trying to come up with a new idea or I wasn't going to come up with one, then I wouldn't have been ready for that opportunity. Um, But instead, you know, I had all these hard skills that I could bring to the table and then just hit the ground running uh, when this, you know idea man or the why person came along um so it really just depends where you're at in the entrepreneurship journey um but yeah if you have an idea for sure you just have to validate it um if you if you want to save all of your time and money
0: <laughs> and and kind of a this is a different direction of a similar question though but yeah for these people who either want to learn uh i'll ask you two questions which i know is bad but Uh, They shouldn't be too hard to answer both. Um, For people who want to learn more about validation, you mentioned your course. And Mm -hmm. so I'm curious, what resources would you recommend, uh, maybe besides your course, to learn about that? And also, kind of to go along with the entrepreneurship, uh, are there any resources that you would really recommend for people trying to develop themselves as they're looking to become an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, for validation resources, um, I mean, we have we have a, a paid course, but we also have a free course uh, which has a lot of great resources. Um, and there's tons of stuff online. Uh, you know, there's articles about product market fit and like what that actually means to have product market fit. Uh, and there's again, there's just tons of resources online for entrepreneurs. Um, you know, this podcast, DGM Starter, like that's a great resource for somebody that wants to validate their startup because they hear from all these different uh, experienced people. Um, so yeah, I mean, just getting all the knowledge you can is great. Um, and there's tons out there and there's tons of free stuff. Um, and then for people, you know, maybe wanting to go into entrepreneurship, there's, I would start with books. Like there's just so many fantastic books about what the entrepreneurship life is like. Uh, and then, you know, I feel like it helps you figure out, where you belong in the entrepreneurship world, like Rocket Fuel. I think that's a fantastic book to start with because that, and again, you know, the book that you mentioned, um, you know, that describes the why and the how people, I feel like those are probably two great books to figure out, you know, who are you? Are you a why person? Are you a how person? Are you a visionary? Are you an integrator? And, you know, there's a lot of different terms, like um, there's the, the hustler, the hipster and the hacker, like, There's, you know, three other different profiles that you could associate with. Um, So there's so many ways that you can figure out who you are, where you feel like you belong, and then just really focusing on improving yourself in that role. Um, And then, you know, just going off to the races kind of thing, working on yourself in that role. I love it. That's, I
0: love that. Um, That's actually kind of some context behind that question i feel like that's my favorite selfish question that i ask every uh-huh. every time i have someone on here <laughs> yeah. because it always gives me new resources to learn more and so yeah i love that uh yeah thanks for giving those um recommendations on on how we yes. can learn and become better and and thanks for joining me today i think it was a lot of fun i learned um i i love also hearing the story behind how companies start and Um, it's always fun to catch a company right as it's about to grow, because then you can follow its journey the whole, uh, almost the whole way. Right. Thanks for joining me today, Tyler, uh, for everyone who is watching this or listening to this in uh, audio form, Mm -hmm. check the description. I'll since I'll include the link to venture validators website and some of the resources that we talked about here. And yeah, thank you. If you have any questions, uh, reach out to me. My contact info is down there or, uh, find Tyler on LinkedIn. I'll, I'll include his LinkedIn profile there. Thanks for joining us.